we'll do a review of Lakutas Sichas in Chelik Yudzayin, the second Sicha for Parshas Behar. Uh, we're going to learn this Sicha, Le'ilu Nishmas, our dear son-in-law, Niktav Bidmei Yomov, Harab Menachem Mendel Ben Soraleya, Deibishter should take care of the Nishama and of his uh, nine Yisoyimim that he leaves behind, and his wife, Goldarechel, Basar Naomi for Rufur Shleimer for Chizuk, and we'll learn the Sicha Lizchusa. This is a Sicha and also a Siyu of Meseches Shviz, in which the Rebbe discusses several ideas in the idea of Shemitas Karkois, what exactly is the mitzvah of not working the fields on Shviz. Is it a field issue that the Jews' field shouldn't be worked so that even a guy can't do the work, or it's specifically geared that the Torah doesn't want a yid to do the work, but if a guy will do work in a Jewish field, that would be okay. There's also an issue about Shemitah's Kisofim, about the money that one has to uh, give up. Uh, what happens when the Yid gives up the money, is it something that he has to forgo the debt, or is it totally taken away by the Torah from him? With all the details, I will also explain uh, the Mishnah and the end of Meseches Shaviz, several levels in what we say that if one is not even obligated to do something, but yet he goes and does it, the Chachamim are very pleased with him, exactly to what level and what does it mean, as we'll see in the Sicha, a lot, a lot of details. Okay, as it says right at the beginning, this is Bahar, and the star tells us that this is also the Sicha So first of all, the Rebbe wants to learn when it comes to Shemitah's Karkois, uh, what does it mean, does the Torah not want that the uh, fields and the uh, what belongs to the yid should not be worked, or that the yid shouldn't be doing the work during shviz. Aleph, by the mitzvah for shvisas aorets in shviz, with regard by the mitzvah of the earth resting during the seventh year. Zokta Rambam, the Rambam says mitzvahs asay. The positive mitzvah is lishbeis ma'avodas. Ha'oretz, that it is a positive mitzvah to rest from working the field. And also, or the work that you do with the tree. On the seventh year. This language, as the Rebbe will point out, shows that it's a mitzvah on the person to rest and not to do any work on the seventh year. The Pasik, it says, that the Earth should be resting, a resting for Hashem. There's another passage that says, that you should rest from the plowing and from the cutting, which means the work of the field, the passage says you should rest. So what exactly, who does this resting apply? Is it the field should rest or the person should rest? Is Yidua, in them, the Chakira, so it's known, the 
Chakira, the the question over here. See, uh, the mitzvah is is the mitzvah as the Erd Zol Shevizay, that the earth should be resting. This is Mashma from Loshon Haksuvim Beparshusaynu, as in our parsha, the parsha is Bahar. When the Pesach talks about Shviz, it says, V'shov soho oretz Shabbos l'Hashem. That it's the earth that should be resting a Shabbos for Hashem. Or the other Pesach that says, Shabbos Shabbos in Yil oretz. A rest of rest should be to the land. Or another Pesach, it says, Shnaz Shabbos in Yil oretz. The earth should have a year of resting. So it's all about the oretz. Oretz, l'oretz, l'oretz. The earth should be resting. Um, the Rambam zokt in an underort, as the Rambam says elsewhere, as the mitzvah is shetish beisah oretz b'shviz that the earth should be resting at shviz b'malachto from the work, so that of course there's no mitzvah on the earth. The mitzvah is on the yid, but the yid should see to it that the earth doesn't work. Other or the mitzvah is, and if the earth shouldn't be resting, then even a goy would work, would not, uh, would, would, would not be okay, because the earth would not be resting. Or, other the mitzvah is, or perhaps the mitzvah is, as their mensch tarf ruin mavedus orets, that the person needs to be resting from working the land. As the language of the verse is that you should be resting from plowing and cutting, which means that's the work, the person should do As the brought down over here in the beginning, the Loshna Rambam says that the Mitzvah's essay, he says, is that the person should rest from working the land and working the tree. So what this mitzvah say from Shviz, uh, is it on the land or is it on the person? Now, there are also prohibitions. So the Rebbe cautions now in the brackets. Of course, when we talk about the prohibition that you should not prune or shouldn't sow, those are definitely on the person. The question we're asking is the mitzvah say of resting, how do you perform the mitzvah say? Do you have to have the earth rest, so therefore a guy can't do work, or do you have to uh, just you rest, but a guy to do is okay? to the them as far as the prohibitions which are connected to uh, the year of Shviz, such as. In the Sod not to sow your field, the not to prune your orchard is Pashut. Over there it's obvious as that Isur Loisasa is not even Gavro, that the prohibition of is only on the person, that the person isn't. That the person should not do any work of the field on this year. What could be a sum of the differences between these two approaches, whether the field should rest or the person should rest, is if the mitzvah is that the field of the yid needs to rest, 
is doubled. Can chilik need? So then it doesn't make a difference. Ver es is shoylil deshvisa. Who is the one that is negating? Who is not resting? Unto the arbet. It doesn't matter who is not resting for the field. In Zayn Karka, in the Yitz Karka. The Yitz Karka has to rest, so it doesn't make a difference if it's not resting. I feel like the Suta Goy. If a Goy was doing the work, the field is not resting. Is the, a goy should, if a Goy should do the work, is the Balak Karka, either, then the owner of the field will be violating if there are say on this positive mitzvah. If it is, however, an obligation on the person. The person has to rest and not work the field. It's an assay on the person. Is bishasa goy ba'arbet the field? Is a nitaiver. So if a goy would be working the field, so then the yid is not uh, violating because there is a prohibition. The assay is for the yid to rest. And the field, we don't care that the field is not resting. So he would not be violating the assay. The Rebbe brings down now in noise base another separate investigation, Chakira, uh, uh, that there is in the commentators with regards to a, another mitzvah of uh, Shviyas, and that is with regards to uh, the uh, fruits in the fields that are hefker, are they Hefker because the Torah made them Hefker, and therefore it doesn't depend on the person at all. You may scream that I'm not giving up my field, and a person would not be violating uh, Geneva because he's eating your field fruit on the seventh year. It's not going to be uh, violating Geneva because it's not yours. The Torah made it Hefker, or it still requires the person's. The Torah says that the Shvi'is, you have to be mafkir. Let's look inside base. Similar, there is also this other question that the Chakira uh, in Onaplukta and a disagreement by Noch Amitzvah Sese Shvi, by another Mitzvah Sese in Shvi's. Before we were talking about the Mitzvah Sese from the field. Resting. Now we're talking about the mitzvah of letting go of your field, of the, your possession. Uh, the Torah says, V'hashviz, on the seventh year, Tishmitano, you should let it go. Unetashto, neglect it. Let go the, the, of your ownership of the field, of the produce of your field. See the mitzvah the fact that you had to let go your ownership from the fruit is as dos was the er gita rois So whether it means that this, that the produces, what the earth does produce on the seventh year, dafter bal so the bal needs to be mashmit, uh, 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 neglected, mafkir, give it up, mafkir zayim. With the Loshim Harambam, that would be as the Rambam's language, if you look in the language in Sefer HaMitzvah, it says, Shetzivonu lahavkir kol mashetitzvach. Hashem instructed us that we should give up everything that grows. That means that there is a mitzvah, a say for the person to go ahead and be mashmi, to be mafkir, to give up from the field in the Shviz. 
The same thing is in the Sefer Ayad, the language is, Lahashmit kol to let go of everything that the earth produces on the seventh year. So that's something which would be a chayvas gavra on the person. Other, but the other hand, the idea is the shmita is in an oifun from afkata de malka that this shmita is something which has been taken away by the king. The king has taken away your ownership on the seventh year and says it doesn't belong to you. The Torah at Mavkir given the Paris, the Torah gave up your fruits, Shviz, Under Balabais, Tutkonit in them. And the owner of the field doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to give anything up because the Abishter has taken it away from him. Was der Chilik the Pashtus? What would be the simple difference whether the Abishter does it for you automatically? The Abishter takes it away as Mavki, or you have to Mavki. Is an afal. What would be in a case when Er is a befeidish nit mafkir? When he says, "I," when he specifically, "I'm not giving up." Let's say that he's goider sedayu v'noyel karmay. He fences up his field. He locks up his orchard, so you can't come in there. So you see very clearly. He says, "I'm not allowing people to go into my field." If it is a obligation on the person, a mitzvah say to give it up, it's his obligation that he has to do that. So if he doesn't do that, if the mitzvah is for him to give it up, his chotch ed is over. If the mitzvah say, although he would be violating on this positive mitzvah because the Hebrew tells him to give it up, and he doesn't give it up, so that's a violation on his part. Over from Desvegnober, nevertheless, Tod Esat Another person is not permitted to take it. Un Eiber Nemtes, Un Eiber Another one will take it. Is Eiber He will be violating the prohibition of theft because you took something you weren't supposed to take because he didn't give it up. He was supposed to. The Torah told him to be mafkir, but he didn't mafkir it. So you have this gzela. That is, if we should say that he is the one that has to give it up. If on their hand, this is, however, that the Abishter has taken it away from your ownership. Then you're allowed to take and benefit from this fruit, even against the will of the owners. They don't, they don't have to consent. You can climb over that fence, or you can go in through the door and take the fruit. It doesn't matter that he didn't give it up. The Abishter has given it up. That would be one difference if it requires the person's involvement to give it up, or it's been done, and the Abishter has given it up. So whether you can take it against the will if he doesn't want to give it up. And then the Rebbe is going to debate now a second possible difference uh, which the Rebbe is going to suggest and then the Rebbe is going to say the second difference is actually not necessarily. You could say another uh, thing. There is another simple difference. You say whether you have to give it up or if you didn't give it up 
the question would be, would you have to give uh, Meiser from this um, from this uh, uh, fruit, from the Shviz? If it's Hefker, automatically, then you don't give Meiser from it because it's not yours. So when you take from the Hefker, uh, you don't have to give Meiser. But if we should say, that you didn't give it up, so it's not really hefke yet, so then you would have to give meiser even from the pedeshvis. Noch anavke mineb shuta. Zotman in them, another simple <coughs> distinction is said about this. Vibald as shvis is potter for meiser. Since shvis is exempt from meiser, mitzadem was the pedesign in hefke. Because the fruits are hefker, from hefker you don't have to give meiser. Uh, a tithe thing, what you take from the hefker, you don't have to give meiser. Is oib der chiv is as the menzol zim hefker sign. So if the obligation of nitashta the mitzvah say is that the person needs to give it up, it has to be hefker. Damodav oiskum, and so then it should turn out. As the Pedas Shviz was a nit mafkir, that the fruits of Shviz, who which he is not make hefker, in the case like before, goider sodeyuchulu, he fences his field, etc., he doesn't make it hefker. Then then they have to; those fruits would have to give mice because they're not hefker. Oib obers is ein hefker mitzad afkate the malk, but if they nevertheless become hefker. Regardless of what he wants, because the king has made it hefker, the Hebishter made it hefker. Is move on, then it's understood. As Zayn nit mafkir Zayn, that he's not uh, giving it up uh, to uh, uh, agree with it. Doesn't matter. And the Gunnished, that doesn't change anything. Undi paid a Zayn potter for Maestris. And they're exempt from Maestris because they are hefker. And the fact that he doesn't. And he's not mafkir that would still make those fruits liable to hafkir. So here the Rebbe brought out another chakira in the, in the midst of shviz as far as letting go of shviz. Do you have to be mafkirid beferish or is it hafkir for you by the Eivishter? Afkata de Malka. The Rebbe brought out the two things, whether you'll be violating uh, Geneva, if he doesn't do it, if he fences his field, if Beferish doesn't give it, whether he be violating uh, Geneva, and the Rebbe was supposed to suggest, if he hasn't given it up, you'd, you'd have to, perhaps, as Mepharshim say, you'd have to give maestros from them because it's not Hefker. On this second part that the Rebbe just said, the Rebbe Noizgim was going to say that that does not necessarily mean, even if we should say uh, that uh, you have to be mafkirit. So even if you weren't mafkirit, it doesn't mean that those fruit would be chayiv, b'maiser, even if you weren't mafkirit. It's a year of shviz, just like we find that there's certain years that the Torah has said there's maestris that you give in that year. Perhaps the reason that the Torah says that on the shviz, because you should be mafkirit, so even in the event that you hadn't been mafkirit, it's not a year of miser at all, because the seventh year is not a miser year, and therefore, even if it's a chayvus gavra that you should be mafkirit and you didn't mafkirit, but still, 
it would not obligate those fruits in Meiser. Dr. Rebbe Neis Gimel. I can, Oberzogun, we can, however, say, as Eich ven Einer is befeidish, nit mafkit de peidish fushviz, that even if one is very clearly not giving up the fruits of shviz, you can say, Zayn is a potter for Meiseris, they are exempt from the Meiseris. Afilu loidis voras is a chaviz gavra. Even according to the idea that it's a obligation that you need to, and if you didn't, they're not hefker. Still, we can say that you don't have to give meiser from those fruits. For yesh loimar, because you can say as does was paid as shvi is an potter for meiser is mitam hefker. That is that the fruits of shvi's are exempt from meiser because they are. Uh, have care ownerless, even is does not the farbals is not in have care but It's not because they're actually have care, nor mitzad the mechiyuv zeitzum afkuzayin. Just because there is the obligations to be mafkir them, that is sufficient to make them uh, have care on the hasbari in them. And what's the explanation? Al derech vi in the frir dike zeks yor is da achilik in the mechiyuv from the meisrus. Similar to the previous six years, we also find that there is different years that have different maestres. And if you don't do one maestre, you're still not going to do the other one because Torah gave different years. So the year of the seventh year, which is a year that you have to be mafkir. If you're not mafkir, you'd still not have to bring maestre. Again, on das borin dem alderech vin defridi kezeksior. It's similar to the previous six years of of the of the seventh year of the shmita is do achiluk in the mechiyuv from the meisrus. So there is a difference as far as the obligation of the meisrus. As shonor is shoyno shnia revis vachamishis. The first, second, fourth, and fifth years is men mafrish meisrus sheni. So. For uh, the four four years of the seven year cycle, uh, you give Maiser Sheni that you bring up to Yerushalayim on Shlishis Vishishis, and on the third and the sixth year is Menashtot Maiser Sheni. Instead of doing the Maiser Sheni, Mafresh Maiser Oni. So then you give Maiser for the poor person at the so what's the reason why it was set up in such a way? It would be too much to give in one year all the maestres, both the maestres sheni as well as the another tenth for the maestroni. So the Torah divided it that the maestroni you're going to give on the third and the sixth year and the other four years you're going to give the maestres sheni. And yet, no, we don't find it. It's not not happened that you find anywhere that people should that, that there should be an opinion, should be an idea to say. Say the first year of the seven year cycle, he hadn't given the meiser sheni, so they get meiser onis. Then he should give the tithing of the onis. To understand the regular meiser that you give to the levy, that you give every year. We're talking about 
Here, the Rebbe is talking about the interchangeable ones, which there's a difference between, which is the Meiser Sheni and the Meiser Ani, which interchange between that only on the third and the sixth year you give Meiser Ani, the other years you're giving the Meiser Sheni uh, that you bring up to Yerushalayim. So if we don't find that, if, well, let's say that a person did not give Meiser Sheni the Ashton Yori, did not give it, bring it up to Yerushalayim, didn't take that Meiser. So they'll get Meiser Ani, that he should go ahead and, and we're talking about just about bringing up to Yerushalayim, just taking the Meiser from it. So, so if he didn't, the Meiser Sheni, go ahead, give him Meiser on it. So what's the reason? So it's like saying, that year does not have Meiser on So it's not like if you didn't do something, you didn't give Meiser Sheni, then you're going to give Meiser only. Same thing is, if you want Mavkir, now you're going to give Meiser. Did Mavkir. Similar is when we're talking about the grain and the fruits of the seventh year. As Since the Torah obligated you to give up your ownership of this grain, the fruit of that year, that's your obligation. Just like you have to give in the previous case, the Meiser Sheni. And you didn't do your obligation of giving up your fruit. Is the male and he taught them York in Chiyuv Meisris? So then there is no obligation. The Torah said, this year doesn't have Meisris because you have to give up your field. So there would not be a Chiyuv Meisris. I feel about the poil, even if in actuality, you didn't give up your hope. So basically, uh, the Rebbe was debating over here whether uh, bringing down the Chakir, the debate, whether you actually have to give up your uh, ownership uh, the seventh year from the fruits or it's done for you. And the Rebbe brought down, and the difference is, the, the first difference is whether somebody is allowed to take it if you don't give up. Okay. The Rebbe tried to say, brought down from the Beforsen, that it could also be possible another difference, that if you didn't give up your rights to the Shvi's, which the Torah wants you to do, then because it's not Hefker, you would have to give Meisris. And the Rebbe says, perhaps no, perhaps there is, if you didn't do what you're supposed to do, but still the seventh year doesn't have the Meisris. So we still don't know. We have the question whether you have to give it up or does the uh, Hashem give it up for you and we don't require you. The, the Rebbe is going to continue along to try to figure out uh, what is it, whether you have to do it or not from different languages. Um, and this is in addition to the first debate that the Rebbe uh, wanted to know, uh, what that's about the resting of the field. That was the first, Aleph, whether the resting of the field needs the field to be rest or you should rest in the field. All right. So now, the Rebbe brings the language which would seem to imply that no matter what you do, the Ebrister is mafkir, 
the field for you, uh, whether you like it or not. So it would seem that we could bring evidence as the hefker for shviis is afkata de malka that the uh, hefker that takes place on shviis is done, taken out by the king by Hashem. So we can bring this from Loshna Medrash from the language that the Medrash uses. So the Medrash says on the posik, from posik, it says giboyre koyach. Those strong with power who do his word, they listen to Hashem's the voice of Hashem's words. So what does that talk about? The Medrash says, Elo Shemre Shviz, that we're talking about those who keep Shviz. Those are the so why we call them strong of power. So the positive, the better says like this, he sees his field is being ownerless. His trees are being ownerless. And the fences are breached. He sees his fruits are being eaten. He conquers his yetzer. And he doesn't say anything. So, he doesn't say anything, he just accepts it. That's called uh, but from he sees, he observes my field is being hefker. His mashmid appears that he sees that he's not doing it, that it's happening to him. As he went hefker from Zichalein, that it becomes hefker by itself. He just sees that's taking place. It seems like it's because it's been taken away from him by the king. Not through him being mafkirit. That he is the one that gave it up. Or else, why are we saying he sees it? He should say he gives up his strong of koyach because he, he's mafkirit. But the Rebbe says you can say that the Roy is the result. So it's not clear from here. You can, however, squeeze and, and say that their Medrash is the Matzah from the Mesodavi Elam is The Medrash is describing the situation as the field and the Three are in actuality right now, they are in such a state. So, they move, let's say, because he did it and he said it. It's not going into how it's happening, but really what the state is. Without discussing the reason for this, but also this medrash is of the view. As a zayni gevorn hefker that they own, they became ownerless. Nor to them was the mentioned say mafker given only through this that the person gave them up. So, so what's so why are we saying he's so strong uh, that he sees them hefker? So still, even though he give them up, so what is the chiddush? Besas but still you see. So even though you did it yourself, since even though you have given it up at yourself, is 
be as set as with oil, but in actuality, you take a look. Okay, you gave it up, and then you see. So it's the matter she's saying this the gaber koyach. Look what's going on in my field, and you say nothing. Al derech Similar to what we say, when you see something, it's not the same when you hear about it. It's on a different level. So when you said it's hefker, the madras describes what is it in actuality when you're facing the actual thing, when the people are actually uh, eating from your field and things like that. So that's something which is on a, another level of ria, and that's worthy of this special... Um, that's what we call them. So the Rebbe is now going to prove basically that the Shmitas uh, Karkois that he was debating before, do the property becomes ownerless from the Torah, or the person actually has to be mafkirit. So the Rebbe is going to prove that it actually becomes hefker by the uh, person, and not afkata de malta, not by Hashem. The Rebbe is basically going to try to say, the Rebbe brings out, that the Dinim of Shmitas Karkois are the same thing to Shmitas Kesofim. And by Shmitas Kesofim, the Rebbe brings evidence from the various sources that by Shmitas Kesofim, but when you neglect and let go of the debt, that you actually have to let go of the debt, the Torah doesn't let go of the debt for you. And that means, since the Torah puts together letting go of the debt, together with letting go of the work in the field, just like by letting go of the debt, you have to let go of the debt, the same thing is you have to give up your field. And the Rebbe is going to explain what does that mean? How exactly do you let go of the debt. Is there still a debt let over, left over? There is a whole debate about that. So we'll go, this is a long ice uh, in which the Rebbe is going to explain the whole thing. But first we have to know that this posik which equates the Shemitah's Karkois to Shemitah's Kisofim uh, is brought down in the opinion of Rebbe and he holds that Shviz is actually not applicable Bisman uh, Hazeh, and neither Shmitas Kesofim or Shmitas Karkois are applicable Bisman Hazeh, and the Rabbonin disagree. But the Rebbe says this equation from Shmitas Karkois to Shmitas Kesofim, even according to the Rabbonin, there is an equation that they take place the same way. There is only that there is a difference in how the um, um, that we're not talking about that it's be potter bisman hazeh. So let's look inside. Hey, v'yesh loymar, as the Rebbe says, we can say a moker v'hoychocha, a source and a proof to their day of a svarim. To this opinion and this idea, 
The Rebbe wants to bring a, 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 a proof, Ashmitas Karkois is not Afkata de Malko. It's not that Hashem says all the fields belong to everybody. Nor Gavra. You have to, the person has to give up his field. That's the mitzvah say. And we can learn this from them was meferkleicht shmitas karkois to shmitas kisofim, because the there is an equation from the letting go of the property, and that's equated to letting go of the money. So we will learn from the way we let go of the money that it's a chayvus gavra. The same thing is to let go of the property. Where do we see that there? likened to each other, the neglecting, letting go of the debt, letting go of the property. Because the Pasik says, Vizet var hashmito. This is the idea of the Shemitah, the matter of Shemitah. Shomit. So the Gemara says, Bishtei Shemitah Sakosuv Medaber. The Pasik is talking about two types of letting go. Achas Shemitah's Karka. One of them is letting go from the property. The achas shmitas kisofim. And one of them is letting go of the money, of the debt. At the time that you let go of the property, then you let go, at that same time, you let go of the debt. The Gemara brings down over there to say, since Bizman Hazed, there is no Shmitas Karkois, and over there, that's the opinion of Rebbe, uh, because he ties it into the Yovel, and this is a whole big debate in the uh, in the Rishonim and Achronim whether um, what exactly is uh, there is, but for our purposes, we just know that. He says that we equate the karka to the ksofim in the uh, in the pasuk over there. So we're going to learn from this equation for shmitas karkois shmitas ksofim. And the Rebbe cautions us in the brackets here. Unagama dosis nor das Rebbe. This is only the view of Rebbe that holds that bisman hazed there is no. Shmitas Karkos and no Shmitas Kisofim. Unidas Rabbonon, according to the Rabbonon, there is Shmitas Karkos Minatoyre Bisman Hazer, and there is also Shmitas Kisofim. That doesn't matter. It's not because the Rabbonon don't equate it to Shmitas Karkos to Kisofim. Is Oberzer Plukta nor if them. They don't disagree on the whole equation. What they do disagree is He says the time that you uh, do Shemitah's Karkos, they disagree and they hold that you do Shemitah's Karkos now too. There's no such thing as only Shemitah's Karkos, only with Yovel Yeshua It has to do with how many people are Israel. So it's not that they disagree with the equation of Shmitas Karkois to the Shmitas Ksofim. They agree, they disagree that the Zman, that they say there's a Zman, there's no Meshamet Karka. But they don't disagree of the equation Nashmotas Karka, Nashmotas Ksofim, that the net letting go of the property and letting go of the money is equated. 
So basically, don't apply the machloikas for Rebbe and Rabbonu, who the halacha is with regards to Shemitah, because there is no disagreement between the Chachamim and Rebbe that there is an equation over here between Shemitah's Kesofim and Shemitah's Karkois. The only question is, is there Shemitah's Karkois Bisman uh, Hazet? But back to our point, this is not the whole Lomdas over there is not Negea to us right now. To us is Negea this one point that there is an equation that the Torah has compared Shemitah's Karkois to Shemitah's Kesofim. So let's learn about Shemitah's Kesofim now. By Shemitah's Kisofim, Zog the Mishnah Meseches Shviz. When it talks about letting go of the monetary, so the Mishnah says in the tractate Shviz, it says, Amachzir Choyv B'Shviz. If a person returns, wants to return, so he borrowed money and then Shviz went by, and uh, he no longer technically has to pay back because it's Shemitah. And so if he gives back Nochum Zman HaShemitah after the Shemitah took effect, so that canceled that debt. So a person is coming and he's saying, but I owed you the money. He wants to give back. And he does it at a Chayv that already had the Shviz after the Zman HaShemitah. So Yoimel has the order. Nochum Zman HaShemitah because... Depending when the Shemitah takes place, so this is after, but this is a chayv which was cancelled by the Shemitah. So he has to tell them, I am cancelling it. And what happens if the borrower says, I still want to pay, even though you cancelled it. So then he should accept it. There's no problem with the lender accepting it as long as you told him, I am canceling. And he says, I still want to pay. You can accept it from him. Because the Pasuk says, This is this is the matter of Shemitah. This is the word of Shemitah. All what you have to do is you have to say these words and then you can collect. So this the Rebbe says is evidence that the that the Shemitah didn't really cancel the Chayv because if the Chayv was cancelled, so what does it mean you're giving back a debt? There's no debt in there anymore. If Shemitah is Avkata de Malko, if Shemitah is the release the cancellation of the king Hashem cancels the debt. And there is no more debt. Is nit glat hamishna? So the language of the Mishnah doesn't really fit. What does it mean? I'm returning. There's no debt over here. And why is he saying? Meshamit Ani, I am canceling. Why do you have to cancel? You're not canceling it. I'm not canceling it. It's been canceled by the Ebrister. Um Meforshim. And the Meforshim explain that what happens when the Loive Zokt, the Mishnah says, he says, he says, I cancel. He says, still, what do they say? As Ervil Lifroya that he wishes to pay the Choy. 
if we shall say that this chayv was cancelled by Hashem, there is no chayv over there. There is no reason to say mishametani, and there's no reason to say, still, I want to pay my debt. There's no debt over there. So that's the Loshan. But further, Nochmer, the Bald as the Torah Zokt Ashvit is Meshamet Umavatl Demchoiv. Since the Torah says that the Shviz cancels and negates the debt, if we shall say that if there's no debt, it should have been prohibited for the borrower to go ahead and do something opposite. The Torah said the, ca- the, the loan is cancelled. He says, I'm going to pay it. To go ahead, no. In other words, I'm saying I still owe it. How could you go against the Torah? That would be something which is, should be prohibited. When the Mishnah Zotkar, and what does the Mishnah say? Not only as it's not prohibited, nor not only are you allowed to do it, the Chachamim are actually pleased that you are ready to pay back the debt. Like it says in the second Mishnah, as we will discuss later on in the Sicha, that the Gemara brings down the various different things, that the Chachamim are actually pleased that you did so. How could they be pleased to return and say that you have a Chayv when the Torah said you don't have a Chayv? So what does this tell us? That actually there is no Chayv. Is mashma fundam alam. So from all this it appears, it, 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 it seems, as Shemitah's Kesofim Bishvi is that when we talk about the uh, cancellation of the uh, money during Shaviyas is not in Geder from Afkata de Malka. That's not in the definition that it's been taken away by the king. As the Chayvert Legamri Nifkev in his battle with Derech Mela, that it automatically has cancels, it leaves, it's negated, automatically there's no more Chayv. We're going to understand what happens with the Shemitah's Kisofim. How does that take place? But here we have, like two, we have to sort of figure out. On one hand, we're saying it's not uh, negated by the Torah. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, we're just going to see that there is a uh, certain the person has to negate it, but he doesn't cancel it full. Nor Aleph, she's a chayvus gavra. First of all, it's an obligation on the person. Ayfam malve to mishamet zayin dem chayv to go ahead and cancel the debt. So that's the first thing. So the first thing is that he has to cancel the chayv. Um base and number two, as the geder achiyuf. That what is the uh, uh, the obligation to cancel the chayv does not mean that you have to entirely cancel it. is not the legamri to totally negate the debt, nor at lost up. But what you're doing is you letting go. Mishamet dem chayv. Uh, you're letting the chayv slip away. Ermont in nit. 
He does not demand it. He is not demanding the choyv. Loi yigos. But you're not saying, are you, the choyv is totally cancelled. You're not fully cancelled. That's why there's still a choyv over there. Apizet, this would explain why he has to do it, but even though when he does it, he doesn't do it when he gives up, he neglects it, he just neglects the right to demand the debt, but the debt itself remains in place. Apizet, as the Rebbe will explain further as we go on. Apizet, very verstandig, was the Rambam zogt. This we understand that the Rambam says, Mitzvah sasei lahashmit ha there is a positive mitzvah to let go of the loan on Shviz, Shinamar Khulu. What does it mean you have to let go? It means that you are the one that has to do it. The Torah didn't do it for you. Shinamar was Bepashtus is the Shaykh. When does this really apply? When the mashmit zayin is achiv, ifun malve, when cancelling is an obligation on the lender, unit when sizer afkata the malka, not when it's been uh, cancelled by the king by Hashem, because then there is no reason for you to need to cancel it. When loyt dem is musbar, was the Rambam zogt. According to this, it's explained that the Rambam is saying. Also, the Rambam says the Malve needs to say to Lemachzir, to the one who's trying to return, Mashmit Ani. He has to tell him he is returning. In other words, he has to pay back before before the um, before the lender cancels it. He owes him the money. When he comes in, he's returning the loan. He has to tell him, Mashmitani, I'm canceling it. Niftarto Mimeni. And now you have been exempt from me because I'm canceling it. Then he says, Omar I still want you to receive. So then he says, he says, you can accept. The Pasuk says, don't demand. But you didn't demand. He can't when you say no. What does this mean? The obligation and the mitzvah on the lender, what is he doing when he say? Basically, he's not giving up the debt He's giving up his rights to demand. When he says mashbitani is mukdar, what am I neglecting? What am I letting go over here? I'm letting go in Denvas and his Mekayim Dem Loyigas. I am fulfilling not to demand. I am canceling, letting go of my rights to demand. Siznit Abazunder Lav. It's not a separate prohibition and saying that when you cancel the debt, you have to uh, not allowed to demand it. No, but that is actually what you're canceling. You are canceling the rights and you're saying, I'm not going to demand it. 
nor oich der kiyum von chiyuv hashmita al mitzvah Besides not being allowed to prohibition, not to demand it, but that's the way you fulfill the mitzvah. Say, I am canceling my rights to collect. Unvi der loshna chinuch, as the language used by the chinuch is lazoif achoyves to let go of the uh, debt, uplosen. Uplosen means to let go. This haste, that means nit monen, not to demand. Umfisis the mashmoes from loshen haksuvim, as it is understood from the language of the verses. Shomit kolbal mashe yodei. This is actually when you read the Pesach. Let go every one who, whose hand can demand, that you demand from your friend. We're saying, don't demand your friend and your brother. That which you have by your brother, let it go. So basically, it's all about giving up the rights of demanding and letting go and agreeing and saying, I will not demand. And that is the mistress I So, he has a command, Torah tells him, don't demand, Give up your rights, Shamoit. Let go of this right to demand. And it forces him to let go that demand. That means, so his move on, it's understood, as Bederach Memela. So it doesn't mean you don't demand, but the person owes it to you. Because if you can't demand, that means that he doesn't owe it to you anymore. As Bederach Memela felt up their Shibud, Vechoyves Gavra. That Automatically, since you say that you can't demand, so the uh, indebtedness the, uh, and the obligation of the person from the Mloiva to Perez and Choyv, he doesn't have to pay the Choyv anymore because you gave that up. He only has to pay you, he's obligated to you if you have the right to demand. If you don't have the right to demand, you give up your rights to demand, then that means that he has no obligation to pay you. The Deloshen or Rambam, as the Rambam says, Mash mitani ukvar niftarto mimani. I am letting go, and therefore you have been freed, exempt from me. As the loivert vert niftar fun zain shibut sumalva, that the loivert, the borrower, gets exempt from his indebtedness, from his obligation, his personal obligation to the does that mean that he has no that he has no choiv on him? Uh, so the Rebbe is going to find now finally distinguish between him being indebted and his assets being indebted. While there is no obligation and he has been exempt from having to pay, that does not mean that there is no choyve there, that there is not an indebtedness by his property. Oberdos is nor bitl hashibud, 
because that's the Rebbe wants to try to explain why it's still a chayv, why it's still the lotion that the Rebbe bring down from the Mishnah the Rebbe is explaining now. Abedos is not bitl hashibud. This is only negating, taking away that obligation, that uh, indebtedness in the miyachas, in the relationship from Geder Gavra, from the uh, definition, from the personal obligation between the lender and the borrower. However, as blight over the shibut of the nixe there still, however, remains a lien, an indebtedness of the assets of the leiva. I can't demand you're exempt from having to pay, but there is still a chayv there, the assets are still indebted. While der etzem chayv because the debt in of itself is difficult and has not been cancelled. There's still a debt that he only gave up his rights to demand, and the other guy, therefore, has the right not to pay. That he gave up, but he didn't give up the actual chayv itself. When the far is verstandig, so that's what we understand, was das reiv haposkim. Because otherwise, I mean, Ravi's trying to say, some people actually say it's actually a mitzvah to pay back. But most poskim, the oyser de deyichidofim ireim, there's an exception. The opinion of the ireim, he actually says that there is a mitzvah to pay. But the Rebbe said there's no mitzvah to pay. Is not talking together the mitzvah? There is no uh, uh, definition of the uh, uh, of this mitzvah that the loyva needs to pay back the mechayv to the malva, that he has to pay back to the malva. Why? Because he's given up that rights and he doesn't owe it to him as a person doesn't owe it to him. Even before the lender uh, had told him uh, that I am canceling the chayiv, um, Because as the Rebbe said earlier, that since the lender has a prohibition against demanding, even before he gives it up, which he has to give it up, the Torah wants him to give it up, but the other one doesn't have to pay him back. I mean, it was a little bit... Uh, difficult for me to get this right away, but the Rebbe says clearly, Just the mere fact that the Rebbe, this was the point that the Rebbe made in the previous paragraph, since that the Leigus is Mechaiv, Machriach, the Malva, Optzlozen, is Muvah Bederach Melafaltop, their Shibud. 
it falls away the shibud even without him saying mishamet uh, ani. But then he is supposed to. He has a mitzvah to say to say mishamet ani. But the chayv gets cancelled, and yet he is still referred to as somebody who's returning the debt. Why is he returning the debt if the obligation falls away? For although the lender is exempt from paying back the loan, is but there is still a loan over here. It is nifka geworden. It has not been cancelled. To use a different style. Bener hod gilian at the time that you borrowed is oifatel fuzayin in the chosin. So then, on a certain amount of his asset, there was a lien. The amount schum dalva, the amount of money that you borrowed, there's a lien. Chal me'ain balus for malva, and there is a certain ownership of the lender on that part, a kind of a lien, no real lien, but the kind of a lien. And that, he is not, uh, never, nobody took that away. The Rebbe says, <clears throat> maybe we can, it would be possible to explain it. The Rebbe doesn't accept to explain it a little different. We're trying to explain how there could be can't demand it, but yet you still owe it. That's what the Rebbe is explaining. You can't com- collect it because the Torah says you can't demand it, but you still owe, and there's still an owner. That's why it's still a chayv. But perhaps the Rebbe suggests maybe we should say there's an other aspect of it. Maybe the uh, payment is not because you owe anything, it's just to, a payment is a mitzvah. That this should be, because to pay a one who loans is a mitzvah. As other meforshim learn the meaning in the Mishnah, that why is it considered to be a choiv? And the Ruach HaChomim Neuchimen, why is this? Is because paying is a mitzvah. But the Rebbe says, this is not paying a chayv. How could this be a mitzvah? If there is no bailus, if you don't take the Rebbe's explanation that there's a certain amount of uh, assets that are such, are sort of indebted, but just so if there's no chayv, there's no chayv. But Ayaz Kanal is thus, is Ayaz Kanal. So first of all, who is the one that says you have to pay back? That's the opinion of the Yireim. Is this not a das yochid? It's only his opinion that you have to give the pay the uh, the loan to the Malva. If he didn't say I am uh, cancelling it, so then the Reim says that you would have to uh, pay it because it's still a debt, but that's that's far fetched. First of all, it's an opinion. But oid, 
Oops is a mitzvah from Prisbachoiv. If this becomes this is still a mitzvah because it's a choiv. I feel like the death is not Midrabona. Even we should say it's Midrabon, not Minatoira, but Midrabona there's a mitzvah to still pay this back. He says, Dochachiv Mamash, then that would be a full fledged obligation. Unit no ruchachom nechimana. Not only the Chachom, as the Mishnah says, are happy with it, ours are happy with him. As the Rebbe will explain later on, touching what the Ruchachom Nechemenu is. So therefore, the Rebbe doesn't want to learn that it is because you have to pay back. The reason why it's still a Chayv, because there's still a certain level of indebtedness. And so, even without saying, saying Mishamit Yod, without Mishamit, you don't have to pay it back, because since the Torah says Le'igis, that takes away the obligation from the person, but there is still an obligation on the assets. And therefore, there is still the idea of a choiv, and you have to say mishamet and you have to pay, and then everything, the lotion fits in okay. So now, the Rebbe is going to take, so this is all to prove that by Shemitah's Kisofim, you actually have to actively uh, cancel. You have to actively cancel by Shemitah. You don't just Torah doesn't take it away. You have to cancel it and that's why you're only canceling a part of it. If it was canceled by the Torah, the Torah wouldn't just cancel the Yigois, the Torah would have canceled the Choy. But since we are explaining that the person has to cancel it, he has to cancel only part of it. So based on this idea is that in the Minyam for Shemitah's Kisofim, explained it by the cancelling of the monetary is mistaber. it's logical as a Shemitah's Karkos that's similar is like Shemitah's Karkos. For in der Zelber Geder from Shemitah because the same idea what Shemitah does that it cancels out B'Shon HaShviz when the seventh year come is Saiba Karkos this applies both to properties and also to uh, monetary uh, situation. Ubefrat, especially, so it's all Shemitah, same Shemitah, Ubefrat, especially, al mifarbin zuzamen in vizet dvar ha-Shemitah. So this is the matter of Shemitah, they're both together, we're talking about Shemitah's karkois and Shemitah's ksofim. As the Rambam brings this down in the book of Mitzvahs, by the Mitzvahs Esser for Shemitah's Kisofim, when he talks about the positive Mitzvahs, a Mitzvah of letting go and letting go of the monetary, it says, quoting the Rambam, the Savaram Sivra Mitzvahs, the Torah talks about two Shemitahs, so that one is neglecting the uh, letting go of the property and one is letting go of the monetary. So you see there's an equation of here. This is the word of Shemitah. So here we're saying means literally, the word of Shemitah, main kishutei, adoz vaser is mefarish vaiter, that what the Pasik 
says further in mit, is, is Mitzvah Shemitah. That is the words of Shemitah is what the Pasuk articulates later on. The haste, the Torah says, Shomit Kobal, as is a mitzvah, Eifun Gabra, to Dabran, to speak. There's a Devar, Devar, Mafkis and the Felder, he has to, this is the Devar Hashemitah. To say that, that he is, when the Torah says that to, to, to give up the field, Mafkis uh, and the field. And this is the Devar. The Chiluk is nor. So what's the difference between giving up the money over there, you just give up the rights to demand. And when you give up the rights to the field, you give it totally up. The Chiluk is nor. Because by Shemitah's Kisofim, when we're talking about letting go by the monetary, as the mitzvah is shomit called Baal Masha Yodei Goymerla Eyu. Over there, you're letting go all those that have demands that you have demand, don't demand. Ertor blows nit mon, and he's just not allowed to demand. Then there is a lean of the object to the loan, so the canal, as mentioned before, as we said before. Ober by Shemitah's karka, when we're talking about, you have to let go the karka, was Dutch state, vashmistish metenu netashto. Netashto means you should forsake it, let it totally go. On the shvi, where the pay is, over there they become totally hefke. So, that tells us that just like by Ksofim, same thing by Karka, that you need to actually uh, let go of the property of Shviz and do the Hefkel. Zayin. Apihanal, in the Inyan Hashmotas Ksofim, as mentioned before about this idea of that you have, about letting go of the uh, of the uh, debt of the money, and as we explained that why, if one gives back the debt and shviz are happy, are pleased with them. The Rebbe is going to explain now the following the Mishnah shviz. What does it say over there? So over there it says in the Mishnah. The Mishnah gives you cases in which the Chacham say you don't owe it, but the Chacham are happy if you pay. So if you borrow from a Ger, and what happens, the Ger dies, so then technically you don't have to pay back because he doesn't have any inheritance. In this case, his children actually converted again with, with him, they're not, but they're not really his children. So technically you don't own anything to the children because a gear is kikot shenelodom, but they're not his children. So technically if the gear dies, you don't owe it. So this says, You don't have to, don't return to the sons. But if you still returned, the Rebbe will explain the Loshan in a minute, uh, the long lotion here, but if you did return, we say that the Ruach HaChomim Neuchem Imenu, the uh, HaChomim are pleased with you.
That's one case. Then we have another case. Kol HaMetaltalin, nicknamed the Meshicha. All the movable objects, you can be kind of Meshicha. Uh, basically, uh, uh, this is Midrabonon. Uh, say that uh, you need the Shemo Yusufu uh, otherwise uh, you're not koina. but if a person keeps to his words he pays for it he pays he doesn't have he didn't do Meshika and the guy wants to retract it, it, technically you don't owe each other anything because there was no Kenyan there but yet uh, you would be so even if you didn't put but you just fulfilled your words and you you know pay what you owe them because you made a deal and you fulfilled the deal even without doing the Meshicha is the Chachamim are pleased with you so what is the connection the Shaykhs and the Tzvei Vaitidike Falun to the Meshtum Falun what is the connection of the two second cases to the first case what is the first case We're talking about one who gives back the debt on Shviz that we discussed before. Chachomim are pleased with you. Is not not in them was in the aladrai is ruch chachomim nechiman. It's not that in all three cases, just the chachomim are pleased with you. Not oich in them tam, but also in the reason, the rationale, the logic. Why are the chachomim pleased with you? They all have this similar. Uh, logic that brings out this idea. Just as the person who gives back a debt on Shviz is there is no obligation, there is no lien on the person that he needs to pay them debt. There is only a lien, a sort of uh, on the object, umahai time is the pirona choyv, and that's why paying this debt nora inyan from ruach hachomim v'chulu it's merely a matter in which the hachomim spirit are happy with you. Azayis as oichin the under it's very found. Same thing is in the other two cases. As is the talking shibud gavra from leva, there is no uh, lien on the person. To the bonov, to the children from Ger. Uh, you don't owe them anything to some of the Ger. Or from the seller to the buyer, if he didn't do Meshicha, nor blois, ashimut There's only a enslavement of the object. There's a commitment to the object. The far is that's why there's no obligation. It's only the Chachamim are the spirit of the Chachamim is pleased with you. And the Rebbe is going to say these are all progression now. Chachamim are pleased returning Achayv, not only by Achayv, even by the Ger, and even by uh, Meshicha, going progression. To add, Leutin Klau, according to the rule, as the Seder Habob is in Mishnah, that the orders of the cases in the Mishnah is Alpi Most of the time, 
go in an order, not only in this case, but even in that case. So we need to say, as the Drei Falun in their Mishnah, that these three cases, the Mishnahs are set up such, so, as in Yeder, Weiter, Dikebobe, that in each further case, is da achidish in inyan for ruach hachomim menu. There is some novelty. This idea of the spirit and the hachomim are pleased with you. The gabe de frir dikebobe relative to the previous case. So the Rebbe explained like this: there are three parts over here. The first case chayv meets three of the conditions. The second case meets two of the conditions. And the third case, Meshicha meets only one condition, and yet, Ruach HaChom What's understand is by introducing a point as, uh, in the Mishnah. In the Tzaytar, in the second case, to the first half of the Mishnah, why does the Mishnah have to say, don't go back to this, get back to the children. And then he said, if the Chom say just Rechom Nechemenu, like in the other case, we wouldn't know that already. If it would have just said, one who borrows from a convert whose sons converted with him, if he gave back to the sons the Chachomim are pleased with him, so that you would understand, as is talking, that there is no obligation to give the debt to the children because it's on the Ruach HaChomim. In the Dritter Babe, and in the third case, it says, Kola Metaltem Niknu B'Mashicha, that even though Metaltem are called about by Mashicha, Kola Metaltem Zvore Ruach HaChomim Nechimano, is pleased with the Bubon, Kikoshes HaMeforshim. So it's not understood. The Borshan asked the Mishnah, Doch Oisun Do. We're talking about just fulfilling your word without Meshachah. We're not teaching you how to be kind of something. We're not to say how you're kind of Meshachah. And on the other hand, to fulfill your word is not only an object, even if you didn't uh, to fulfill your promise, what you promised to buy, uh, even by other objects. So why does it tell them? Is my shaykh So why do we have a connection here for this introduction? As that you But in this case, he has to keep his word. But what do we need that for? The beer So the explanation is like this: the pastures are pirush for ruach hachomim neichemano. Is what is simply what is the meaning when it says the hachomim are pleased? Is those was chachomim oivim oisa alzeh? Means the pleased with him. Means the chachom love him for that. But Yosher be name also. It is proper in their eyes what he's done. Is not nor machmas them. That's not only because of the reason. Was erizdo makayim asaytikim mitzvah that he's doing a side mitzvah over here. Uh, they're pleased with him because something he's doing something good. Or that is the tevre kedisu tzadi, or he is not violating some side prohibition. Chotzer is in bechuyiv although he is not obligated. Nor to leave them was er bring their meat toiv, but because of the reason that this he brings along 
good in the Zach Gufa, in this matter itself. He's doing something good in what we're talking about. And what he did, he did something good. In our case, when we talk about the loan, why is the Chachamim pleased with him? Because he did something good. Even though he's not obligated. There's the advantage in the Guf is in this loan. Not in something else. He did something good over here. Not he did a good deed elsewhere, he did a good deed with, with regards to this loan. When you make a loan, and similarly when we do an acquisition, it's put together from all of the Malva, you have the lender, base the Leva, the borrower, and Gimel and three, the Geld, the money. The money creates that connection between the lender and the borrower. When you return a debt you owe in the Shvi, is the Ruach Chachomim Neichemimenu, then the Chachomim are pleased, Bishaiches to the Aladrai, as it relates to all three. Their Malva Vasir is Mekabal the Mechayv, the lender who receives the debt. Bibald Erod Giton, a mitzvah, Kesev Talva, since he did a mitzvah. He loaned the money. Is so the chamim are pleased from them was that when you give back the returning the debt that way it is forewarned or it's cautioned that the that the lenders through his act of the mitzvah should not suffer any money loss. So that's as far as the malv is concerned, and as the benigedim uh, as far as the life, as the Malva is bitter the Shashmanay, that the Malva becomes a, a a pit that you drank from, the water there, you use the Malva, you benefited from the lender, so the Chamim are pleased, from them was the Loive. From the fact that the land that the borrower had the regesh alev up to tell the malva that he has the feeling of the heart to pay the lender. No, Yosef, them. This is in addition to to Ellis, a benefit of a zefan lev guf. This is beneficial for the lev itself. As a slichayit starich that we will need again. So that from him nachem all can abakumen halvo. He should be able to get another loan from him. So there is a benefit for the lev as well. Uh, just, first of all, there should be a feeling to pay back. And second of all, to get another loan if you need to. And B'Shaykh is al-Khaft, so there's also, as it relates to the object from the Halvoah, that's the actual loan, there's also Rukhacham in Vibald. If them is Gikiblibun Ashibud, since on this money there remained a lien, Hagamazif and Loiveiz Nitoki Shibud Gavra Kenal Barucha. Although that on the borrower himself there is no uh, lien, as said before, Barucha, but yet the object there is a lien. The Fariz that's why it's pleased when it's all top the Mchayv, when he pays the entire debt. That's as far as the maximum pleased the Chachamim because everybody. The Malva gets 
for his money back that he loaned. The borrower gets to pay back for what he borrowed, and the money that is lien goes back to the uh, malva, to the rightful, to the person who gave it. In the other case, the Rebbe is going to say we'd only meet two of the three. Nine. Tess, in the Tzvetan fall, Halevi min Ageshin is Gayer Bonov. The Mishnah is Leyachsin Lebonov. Don't return it. But if you give back the Chachomim, are pleased. Oich Do is the Ruach Chachomim, Noichim Menu. Here too, why the Chachomim pleased? It's not just for other side matters. You don't want the ger to uh, the other one to go back to uh, bad things because they say they don't get paid. by the money by the sons. If they're you're not going to pay them their father's debt. But we're talking about a benefit for this loan itself. But only as it relates to two details. It's the loiva and the chefze from choiv. It's the borrower and the object. The, the lender is no longer here. So we only have to deal here with the borrower and the object of the choiv. Since the borrower had a benefit, a favor from the ger. And he borrowed the money on the... Uh, Assumption that he's going to pay him back, he's a gambas noch mitzvah Although that after the ger dies, he's a medina potter from tashlumim. So by right, he's exempt from payment. Since he, however, has taken the money on the understanding that he's going to pay, is as by him a hemshach from and that's why by him this is a continuation from a debt. Is amida toiva oibar is machzir. So then it is a good measure that if you give it back. So that means from that perspective, he should give it back. Shouldn't uh, should give it back. So that's not. Similarly, because of the object of the chayv, she's taken it kimelva. It's not a loan. There's nobody to pay. There's no. Uh, Malva here, there's no person to whom to pay the chayv. But the lien on the assets of the leva to devour the chayv, that's as if it doesn't belong to you because that money is, that is leaned to the, to the debt. My butli, my butli, where did it uh, nullify it? That's why there is room you should really pay back. Since the only one who does have some connection is to his children, why don't you return it to somebody else? But there is some connection. Why? For the other reasons. So they don't go back to their bad ways. So therefore, we're saying give it back to the sons. At least give it back to the sons. That's why the Chacham are pleased with him. But with regards to the Malva, there's nothing good for the Malva. They don't become a Malva, so they're not Malva. So therefore there's two out of the three, and therefore there is still Ruach Chacham and Achim Menu.
When the mit is moving, the mission is moisiv. That's what we understand when the mission says lo yachzilabonav. Even though we don't need those extra words, don't give it back to some chaches is moving from them was hevzin. Since it's also, although we also understand it, just by saying that when you return it is no ruach chamim noichei menu. That is only saying that they're happy means that you don't really have to return it. In order to emphasize, as doesn't have really a connection. Not only halachically, not because they're not lenders, and the loyva really had no uh, slavery. Nor is Layazir, there's also not Ruchom, there's not a full Ruchom Nechev there. So we're saying Layazir, you still don't even have to get back because there's no Malva there, Bechlal. So now we understand why it's a novelty. The God of the Fal, Hamachzir Chabishviz, relative to return Chabishviz, not only does in this case that the Indian for ruach hachomim noichememenu this idea that the ruach hachomim is happy with him is not nor when the teufus amaisis in all the dry protum and it has all three fundam Indian aniden and the matter that were subject by amachzur chayb like the when by the case of returning shvis which is the main case that we're comparing it to. There's only two protein. We're still going to say Ruach Chomer So basically, so in other words, there's a deeper level in the Layachsid that there's not even Ruach Chomer and yet it's going to be Ruach Chomer even in that case. Yud. What's in the Third final case. Call him a talitlim nickname of Mishicha. Call him a kindness devoted Rucham Nechimenu. All uh, movable objects you can acquire with Mishicha, and anyone who fulfills his words, the Chachamim are happy with him. Also, here the Chachamim are happy with Nitnor Mitzadim Ian study, not just because of a side matter, but said is Makayim Dvore. That he fulfills his word, it is before the object, the metatlin, there's not something doing good, something else, but here, in because of the object. But not because of the other two. Since the Molokech did not do Meshicha. Even if he gave money, but he didn't do Meshicha. Is Donny talking Shibut for Meicher Unlekech? There is no Shibut uh, between the Meicher and Lekech or the the buyer, the Koyna. As is Lovena, Shaykhis, Sushanzeyas, Meicher, Vikayna, Mitzad Gedra, Kenyonim, so that there should be a connection to them as a seller and a buyer contractually. There's no contractual obligation, no Gedra, Kenyonim. Nochmet. When you fulfill your words, there's no 
Nobody benefiting. The moicher or the b'shachis of koina, whether it's the seller or as it relates to the buyer, as felt garnish by them lekeach. The koyach is not missing anything. In a fall of the lekeach, him you give him guilt. If the, he already paid, but come to the tzurik, he'll pay him back his money, so he's not losing his money. And his blois ha'inyan b'shachis the prat for chefza. The only issue here is the detail of the object. The metaltlinum bakumen ha'shachis from koina. These objects had some sort of a connection to the buyer in in and through the words of the seller. Or even if he gave money for it, he didn't do the Mashiach. And the Mishnah says, There's only good in one of these three details is and over here too, Chachamim are pleased with him. So in this idea of letting go of the Ksof, we feel a paradox. Thing and the opposite. From anxiety is there Toich Fushmitas Kisofim. One hand, what is the idea of letting go of the money, to let go and cancel all the demands, don't demand your friend, it's uh, lacking, or not, not to negate, my time is a you're not allowed to demand, don't demand, but if you're going to pay back, please, and then I say, that's Similar is the idea of neglecting, letting go of the karkos. Shavso oretz, Shabbos l'Hashem, the earth should be resting for Hashem. Don't sow the field and don't prune the orchard. Don't cut the sefichim of the k'tzirch. V'sins v'rech l'sif, t'shnasa b'osin, yiyel oretz, as in the Erzal need ba'arbet ven. Don't work the field. All not. Don't work the fields. It's all about not. Not collecting. Not working the fields. On the other hand, but on the other hand, this not, the not doing, needs to be expressed in a positive, in an act, in Dibur. You have to say, If you're giving back, you have to say, I am cancelling. This is the words we give back. We say it. According to many, some opinions, saying, I am letting go, it's a Torah command. In the Mishnah, followed it, a murderer who was exiled to the city of his refuge, and the people want to honor him, he has to tell them I'm a murderer. If they say still want to honor him, he should accept so that's a cautioning that shouldn't give him a mistaken honor. As explained in Shalmi, sometimes you give honor to somebody you think he knows two tractates. 
Madiazim. So he has to uh, let them know. So you see there, just like Zedvar Haritzeich, so we hear too is Yoimar Loi Zedvar. This is something that you have to say. So it's actually not doing, but yet you have to express it in saying. Das Bori in them up at so what's the explanation in the inner matter of saying Yeshlema? Shnas Ashvi is in Yonah Sfirah Samachal. The seventh year is idea is the Sfirah of Malchus, which is the seventh Sfirah. Un in ir is an adobeid in Yonah. It has two aspects. The bitl for Sfirah Samachus. The negation of the Sfirah Malchus. The gabi the Sfirah Samayil and Meno. Relative to the Sfiras that are above her. And Sfirah Samachus in Elam Adibur. And then the Sfirah Samachus in the world of speech, it's there. The river is an endo in Shvi is the Beidin Yonim. And that's why Shvi has both of the aspects. Shofsa or as the Bittl in resting, Un Shvise in Eretz Malchus, that's the negation, subjugation, and resting in Eretz Malchus. Un Sizra, not to so. And also not uh, letting go of the Ksofim, Suzam and Dermit, is do Amitse Bedibur, yet Medvar Hashemita. It's also the Varashmita, there is the level of Svirus Mach level in Dibu. They say it's Fashtandi the Medrash, they understand the Medrash, and now Hashem Reshvi is an Ongeruf and the Kibbe Shvi is an Oisad Dvorei, the Shmoyevikal, where they do his words, they listen to his words. Nit Bilashayn Rogu Kikoindo. Not a similar Lashon that we use in such a situation. Oisad Mitzvaisov, they do his Mitzvaisov, Hukoisov, do his statues, Kiyotzvay. Because the idea of Shemitah is specifically connected with speech. But the Medrash is Machriach. As the Medrash proof, as the Retzach make Mishweim Rei Shviz. How does we know Shemitah Shviz? Never can I say Dvorei. It says here, Dvorei, when I'm allowed to say Dvara Shemitah. So it says there's Dvara Shemitah. Ma Dovah Shem Alham Shem Rei Shviz, Kosmedaber. Over there is talking about those who keep Shviz. Avdover Omer Kam Shem Rei Shviz, Kosmedaber. So you see that we're talking about Dibur here. Why the end and the conclusion of Sechta Shviz as the Vorei Ruach HaMenechim one who sustains, fulfills his words by studying and occupying the laws of Shviz was called Betoidus Anybody who occupies himself in the teaching of a certain his key losses, if he did it, is man, then you hasten the time of Hashem God will uh, uh, want the, the land, uh, make up Osrus Hashemitim, they'll do the Shemitas. Shabbos, Shavtosh Vesyakov, return the uh, restings that Yaakov did the Shemitah, Asves Shvaisa the Beis Yaakov, you'll return the restings, the Shemitahs of the house of Yaakov. Ungam Hashem yitin atoy varzin yitin yivula. So Hashem will give the good, our land will provide the produce. Umevetzayin kibere koyche sudvoro deshmei ukeldvore will be strong with power doing the words of Hashem to listen to the kodvore. Shemre shviz, keeping shviz. The kaims and mitzvah shviz kipshuta to fulfill the literally the mitzvah of shviz in Eretz Hakodesh in the Holy Land in Atoyda. The court of Mamish very soon, and the Eibushta that mekaims and the Eibushta will fulfill the word of his words, the word of Hashem, which is the 
end of the exile, and the kingdom will be to Hashem, with the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, may he lead us quickly to our land, and I just want to conclude that this was learned in the memory of Yitoyich HaShiva, Lilu Nishmas Harav HaChosid HaTomim Harav Menachem Mendel Ben Harav Meir Yaakov and Ebishter Shud Yitzre B'Tzir HaChaim Es Neshmosi and we should only have B'Surah uh, Stavis.